is Star Wars The Last Jedi really the the worst Star Wars movie? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> theme music. Two sides of the same coin. That podcast is weird. Hello, welcome to Two Sides of the Same Coin. I am your loony host, and today for actually the... Le- as far as I know, this could be the last episode of the year. We're doing The Last Jedi, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. And um, to join me to talk about uh, this controversial film uh, is a friend who has, you could say, has, sometimes has controversial opinions, but hey, don't we all? Um, he's a wonderful friend and a fellow uh, podcaster, uh Zachary Smith from Godfellas. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, um, and I, I made a decision that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it this episode. So uh yeah. if you don't like me, me and you don't like Last Jedi, at the end of this you will probably feel the same way. So yeah, you know, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um before we get started though, uh, Zachary, I told you before we um we started, um I had a surprise for you. Oh. Um so I almost I would say about a year ago, um I we did an episode on your podcast and you gifted me my theme song. Yes. And so I was thinking this year what to give you. And since we're both um fellow poets, I decided to write you a cheesy poem. Noah. Alright. Um, I don't really have a title for this poem yet. Um, if you want to, you can name it after I read it to you. Um, it's a free verse. It's, I'm not, I don't like being trapped by rhyme schemes. No, me neither. I was a fan. You inspired me. You made me laugh. You made me cry. You moved me, Bob. We became friends. You encouraged me. You supported me. And once again, you made me laugh. You made me cry. You moved me, Bob. You are one of the kindest and most intentional people I have ever met. I know we've never met in person, but I thank God every day that I have a friend like you. I pray that our friendship will continue to go the distance. It's probably the first time I've like cried on a podcast on anyone's podcast. Noah, that was oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about that the other day. It was I think after the Veggie Tales episode, you yeah. reached out and you were like, "I'm I'm a big fan," and I was like, "Cool," because usually people reach out about Veggie Tales to like correct me or like most of the things, most of the criticisms or the feedback I get from Godfellas is people going like I don't think you're being very fair and I was like I I think I'm being fair <laughs> so and yeah. I think you were like one of the first people who was just like I'm a big fan of the show without like an ulterior motive if that makes sense yeah like I'm a big fan of the show I have my own podcast like check it out and I was like okay I like I like what this guy's about so yeah that's that's awesome yeah no I um I love your shows I, I mean I don't always agree with everything you have to say, but like sometimes I'm like I don't quite see how that fits, and sometimes I'm like okay, 
he yeah. has like he has some going that's fair point and I mean, that's just art and, in general we're not always going to yeah. agree on everything but it's how yeah. well can you i mean if you can present your case like i mean it's funny that we're talking about last jedi because i tell yeah. people all the time i'm like if you can tell me why you don't like the movie aside from, you know, typical fan stuff or something you read on the internet, that's cool. Like I've heard a lot of opinions. I'm like, that's actually a really good point. But it's like, if you're just going to regurgitate like what somebody else said in their YouTube video, like I'm, I'm not really interested in like a secondhand like opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah. So since we're on that, let's just get into, so what, what was your initial thought? Like what, Let's go back to like what 2017 when yeah. this film first came out. What was your initial reaction? Well, so a little context. I'm a massive fan of Ryan Johnson, and I was. Mm. So when he was announced as Last Jedi director, I was like, I'm in. Like, that's perfect. But I also know his movies, like, they're a little more strange. He uh, has a sci fi movie where he just like kind of breaks a lot of rules. And, like, the episodes of Breaking Bad that he's directed, like, one is The Fly, which is a very polarizing episode I love, and the other one, Ozymandias, which has huge spoilers for the show. But when you look at his body of work, I was really like, all right, he's going to give us something, and we're not going to be expecting it. Like, he's going to rock the boat. So I was like, I walked in ready for that and i was still really surprised at a lot of what he did and um yeah i remember i actually found my review that i wrote right afterwards and i think i i gave the movie like a b plus um i remember not being crazy about like the humor and the yeah. um the, the casino planet kind of like didn't really work for me um but all in all i left the theater and i thought like well everybody's gonna love this movie like this is because there are some people after force awakens who are just like i couldn't get on board but i mean i don't know how in depth you want me to go on how i felt then because it's kind of how i feel now but i'll just say i'll just keep it general i i liked it and i left with a lot of questions and things that i was excited to kind of wrestle with and talk about with my friends which are my favorite kind of movies and i thought it would be like the fan favorite yeah Honestly, that's kind of what I thought. So I went into this. I loved Force Awakens. Um, I mean, I literally was just I love with that movie. I mean, I think I keep telling this to people. If you ever meet my father, he'll tell you that during that film, we were the theater was packed. So we were stuck in the front row and I was like in the movie moving back and forth. Um, so I, I was just extremely excited for The Last Jedi, and I remember going into it, and sure, there was a lot of things that you didn't expect, but I came out of that just being super excited, because there's so many new and old elements put into this, and I was excited to see what happens next, and for, for like, I think it was like almost a year, this film was... Not it became my favorite Star Wars film, became my favorite film for a while, and then almost instantly, I got bu- I got bullied by like by my friends, by Star Wars fans. It was like, oh, Snoke wasn't supposed, shouldn't have died. He was supposed to be the main villain, or I hated the Conceito scene. And like later on, like my friends were like, oh. 
that's not real Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke Skywalker's supposed to be this. And this is not my Star Wars. This is where Star Wars went off the rails. This ruined Star Wars for me. It was just... It was just nuts. I mean... I mean, that's like my initial reaction. I guess we could go into why... I guess another big thing is just... Zach, I mean, I know there's like... I can think of at least three main reasons. But for you, why do you think people hated this movie so much? I I would say in brevity, people played the expectation game. Where... Because the first, the Force Awakens, you know, whether you like the movie or not, you have to, you know, say it puts a lot on the table, you know, and that's kind of the J.J. Abrams school of filmmaking. He puts a lot out there for you to kind of dig into. So I think people dug in. And this was also the first Star Wars movie where, like, the Internet and social media was really in full force. So, you know, I'm not saying this is the first time that there's been Star Wars fan theories, but this is the first time anybody could just, like, yeah. Ray is a Kenobi was a big one that I heard. Um, yeah. you know, all of these other things. And I think people really played like, you know, that this movie was going to be a big bombshell of just like explaining yeah. this movie's going to tell you who everybody is and where everybody fits in. And I think people hyped themselves up based on things that weren't, um, the movie. And I yeah. made it a point. I didn't watch a single trailer. Uh, before Last Jedi came out. Like, if I was in the theater, I would, like, close my eyes so that I wouldn't see anything. And so I walked into this movie, because I already knew I was in. You know, I was like, Mm -hmm. I know, I know I want to see it, so I'm not gonna, I want to go in totally blind. And I, I really enjoyed it for that reason. But I think, I mean, the, one of the biggest things is people, there was almost this sense of like Ryan Johnson owes me my fan theory, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was more like you have to play in the star Wars sandbox and follow all the rules. And he didn't. Yeah. So that's one where, you know, me personally, I like, if you're adapting something, I'm always, I always say, make it your own, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to start in like in order of like throughout the film, I guess the big thing is, as soon as Luke throws away that lightsaber, mm-hmm. you lose so many people. Well, it, it's like it lost me I, initially. I mean, I well, I mean, I remember my heart sinking for yeah, a little it, bit. Th- that's what I mean. Yeah, and then it was just like, I mean, it takes a little bit until you understand, like, why he left. I yeah. mean. I mean, well, it's also he wasn't in the last movie. He, yeah. Like he wasn't in the. What did you think he was just going to be like? Oh, right, I forgot. Like I can yeah. go do. Like it's a thing where he's people. It was. It's Noah. It's so funny. It's yeah. so funny because people are like, oh, he's so whiny, and he's always in the first like trilogy, and that's a criticism where I'm like, okay, whatever. But it's like he's. Yeah back to doing that like he's very much like oh i failed everybody no i'm just gonna die on this island alone but because like he has more gravitas in his performance you don't put it together but it's like he's the same guy you know yeah 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 well i guess people have also have issues because even mark hamill says that the character is not the same right and but the thing is you also have to catch in that same sentence he's like 
Well, I also don't know because I well he left the character at such a high point. Yeah, yeah. And he's now like four forty years or more has passed. Mm-hmm. And now he's back to playing the character at a low point. Yeah. And it's just like how can you tell someone this is not who the character is if you haven't played that character for yeah. like forty years? Yeah. You can experience a lot of trauma in forty years. Yeah. And I don't think people understand that. Yeah. And like you're training people, the next generation of Jedi and your own yeah. flesh and blood, like you know, there's a huge colossal misunderstanding between the two of you, which leads to like the death of everybody. Like you're telling me it seems far fetched that he goes into hiding after yeah. that. Like uh, Yoda. Here's the thing. Yoda does the same thing at the end of Revenge of the Sith, but nobody's yeah. here's the thing. Nobody's mad because he gets to where we saw him in Empire Strikes Back. If yeah. you were just watching those movies in order and yoda is just like failed i have into exile i must go i bet you would probably be like what that's not yoda what's he doing you know what i mean and then if you got to empire and he's like this goofy puppet you would be like that's not yoda so you know what i mean like it's one of those things where like Yeah. yeah and people are also like well Luke is one who's like doesn't give up on people because he didn't give up on Vader. Why should he give up on Kylo Ren? And I'm like, well, he didn't like have a part of like raising his like, yeah, exactly father. He was like a head figure, he, and he probably blames himself because he could have. He feels like he could have prevented it. Yeah, there's a level of like fool me, <laughs> fool me once, shame on me. Yeah. And this, so I mean, like, oh, maybe I was wrong the first time. The idea that he could even be like, maybe my dad wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, there, it's just, yeah. it. There's so much to think about and talk about, like we're doing. And I feel like people didn't want to do that. I feel like no. people left the movie with kind of an upset stomach about some things, ran to the internet. And like I've been saying, regurgitated some angry YouTubers review yeah. about why the movie was bad. So, yeah. yeah, I would say the Luke Skywalker of it all is like a big one. And I mean, the one that breaks my heart, man, I get so sad for Kelly Marie Tran, like on a semi-regular basis. Who uh, she played uh, Rose. Rose. Cause listen, am I saying she's my favorite character in star yeah. Wars? No. Am I saying mm-hmm. she deserves to get bullied off the internet? Yeah. Absolutely not. Because imagine, like, she was not yeah. a super established actress. She was somebody who they found, and this was, like, her first real movie. Like, can you yeah. imagine being so excited to be in a Star Wars movie, and then everyone yeah. just, like, trashes you? Yeah. That... I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't f- a fan of the Rose character at first. I'm still not the biggest fan. But the thing is, it's just like we shouldn't go to the level. It's like even if we don't like a character, um, we can't like bully the person. Yeah, the we can't bully the actor, or the actress, because they're just playing a character. Like, um, what in Falcon Winter Soldier, um, the dude who played um, um, like the. U.S. agent or like the newer Captain America, yeah. He, the actor was bullied viciously, yeah. And I'm just like, give the man a break. Exactly. I don't like his character either. 
but it's not like he wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if we could talk about Rose for a second, though, yeah. I like um, the idea of seeing here's a normal person who's ready yeah. to join the cause and yeah. who like has something to fight for that we can tangibly see. Yeah. On the casino planet, because, and I, yeah, that's one I do wish it was a little more like inspired. Yeah. Because it's a little bit like, oh, Las Vegas, but you see yeah. like why these people are fighting. You get yeah. to see like the injustice, which you haven't really seen in a, in a Star Wars movie. Like you've never yeah. seen the normal people yeah. in a Star Wars movie, really. Yeah. Well, I like that part, but I don't like her in the beginning of the movie i don't quite like her towards the end mm. because of in the beginning she zaps finn <laughs> without like hear hearing him out and she's like oh i'm turning you in for z- desertion and i'm like whoa, 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 whoa this is a resistance mm-hmm. this is not an organized military effort mm-hmm. and plus the dude literally joined the resistance like a day ago yeah uh-huh and i'm just like give the dude a break i bet you he would say i am with the resistance i mean sure in the first movie he said he kind of pretended to be with the resistance yeah but i he never really pledged anything to the resistance well, this movie, it's a thing where his allegiance is to Ray until he yeah. proudly declares that he's rebel scum before he wrecks Phasma. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I, I love, I love that scene. Yeah. Um, but then I also don't like Rose because then you, at, towards the end of the movie, you get that weird love triangle. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's a and little... because the thing is... Well, the thing is, in um, the third movie, Rise of Skywalker, they try to completely demolish it, act like nothing happened. Yeah. But I'm just like, well, Finn... Or no, Ray tells Chewie before she goes to Snoke's ship, it's like, tell Finn, and like Chewie growls, and she's like, yeah, tell him that. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, she's saying, I, she's saying I love you. Mm-hmm. Or something. Some towards that line. And then you see Finn and Rose kiss or Rose kiss Finn. And Mm. I'm just like, what's going on here? He's a good looking guy. I get it. I I mean, I get it, but I'm just like. But I mean, but I mean, I can't be too mad because that comes on like the heels of one of my favorite lines in all of Star Wars of like, we're not going to destroy them by killing each other, but by like saving the things that we love. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that is a great line. Yeah, I'm like absolutely, and yeah. Well, also, I do love. I, I mean, as sad as it is, I mean, maybe I don't wish this, but that scene of him like going towards the cannon. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to go too, and I was actually like in my heart ready for it. I mean, I was like crying, but it was kind of like tears of joy too, because it was just like he's going to set. I mean, it was a wholehearted sacrifice. Yeah. And then when Rose, I don't know, is it bad that I was a little disappointed when Rose, like, stopped him? Yeah, I no, I was too. But then you watch the movie, you hear that line, and it's because yeah. of what Luke does. They're all able to get out of there. That is true. Like, and to safety, because it's it's very much that idea about, you know, had Finn yeah. crashed into the cannon, 
okay, you're down a cannon. The AT-ATs are still right there. That's the the whole army is still right there. Like, that you've done a big dramatic move, but now they're down one more person. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's basically what uh, Admiral um, Holdo did. Yeah. And that yeah. and that that barely did anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a good scene, though. That's such oh, a, that is also uh, yeah. such a good scene. Um, yeah. I guess. I mean, another. I which b- other big thing do I want to bring up first? I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I I'll go to one before the other. Um, Snoke's death. Everyone. Like Everyone and their mom was upset about that. He's a nothing like, character. I was like, why? He's, he's a I nothing. Mean, yeah, he's just scary. Like, yeah, he was scared. He was just scary in the first movie. He was scary in this movie. Yeah, and there was nothing I, else to him. Why are I you upset? Really, I didn't really care who the dude was. Like people were making theories, and I was just like. I don't really care. Yeah, no. I mean, I'd like to know. I mean, it would be nice to know, but, like, I don't have to know. And yeah. I thought it was one of the coolest scenes where he said, Kylo Ren's going to take his lightsaber and strike down his true enemy. Yes. And as soon as the lightsaber lit into Snoke, I was just... Because it's such a loaded scene where, because yeah. you as the audience member, you have a moment of like, is he joining the yeah. the heroes, the resistance? And then you, yeah. when you think about Star Wars history, you're like, no, he pulled the classic Sith move, which is you kill yeah. your master. Like, yeah. that's what every Sith has basically done. Like, they killed yeah. their master and then they took over. And you're like, yeah. and that's what he's doing. But the movie tricked us, too. Yeah. And I mean... And I guess that also feeds into the next big thing that people got upset about, which that there was no lightsaber fight. And I thought and I, that scene was dope. That scene was dope. I, I yeah, loved it. I, I loved I loved. I mean, it was like, OK, in the throne room, you get you. You still get cool lightsaber action. It has one of the coolest moments in any lightsaber yeah. fight when he just like sparks it real quick to like get that dude through the face. Yeah. Like, come on! And then you see him and Ray fight over the lightsaber. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, him and hey, Luke. I, I mean, love that. I love. I loved every bit of that scene. Yes. I mean, I was confused because at first, because <laughs> literally, you see him light up his old lightsaber. And then I literally think, it was like, wait, was it literally less than five minutes ago? Didn't we just see that thing get destroyed? Yeah. Like, I was like, shouldn't he be holding up his green lightsaber? Where did he get that haircut? Where did he get the... Yeah. (laughs) Where did he get the new robe? Yeah. And then you literally, like, see him sweat on his brow projecting. Yeah. And I was just like, that is freaking awesome. It's so good. and, and he dies like at peace, looking into the sunset. Yes, come yes. on, people! Come on, people! And, it's so it just, good. And he says, "See you around, kid." I was, I like died. It was amazing. I was just, it was. I mean, come on, people! So 
so I mean, we already touched on this, but so, Zachary, what are some things you like, like now from the film? Yeah, like so recent ro- watches and stuff. You know, the first time I was watching this movie, I thought not only does this have something to say, mm-hmm. you know, just in general, it has something to say about Star Wars fans, yeah. which is like what I was getting is the gatekeeping has mm-hmm. to stop. Because, yes. you know, with Star Wars Episode Seven, there were a lot of people who wanted to jump on board. There are people who are like, never seen a Star Wars movie. I had so many friends, though, who were like, but, you know, I like the actors. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah. They're, they're building Star Wars land in Disney World. Like, I want to I wanna be a part of this. Yeah. And, you know, Star Wars, for me, I don't know if you would agree, but, like, as a kid, it was very much like we weren't the cool kids in school, like the Star Wars fans. Like, we would yeah. get, like, made fun yeah. of for liking Star Wars as much as we did. Like, it was, you know, as a kid, like, other kids would pick on me, and it was kind of like my refuge like no matter how hard school was i knew i'd be able to go home that day and hang out on the millennium falcon with luke and han and chewy and all my friends and it it had turned into this like you know we're not letting anybody else in like we're gonna gatekeep this franchise if you weren't here from the beginning you get out and last jedi i felt was saying like no we need to let Anyone who yeah. wants to be a part of this, who wants to be part of the Force, it's not just for us. Like he says, yeah. uh, it's not just for the Jedi, and it's wrong to keep it. It's a movie that is to be shared with everybody. Like, quick story. Um, my wife and I, Hannah, before we started dating, we watched all the Star Wars movies together, and somehow she still wanted to go out with me after that. But she, after... And I didn't tell her anything about the movies. And after Last Jedi, she was like, is this like everyone's favorite? and i was like no everybody hates this movie and she was like why and just went on to talk about like all the beautiful things in the movie so i and i think that's you know what i think that's why there's a large group a very like bullying loud group that doesn't like this movie because the movie's saying don't do that it's saying when poe's trying to push holdo around to get what he wants that's wrong and you can't do that to people and it's one where like people are like, I don't want to hear that. I, you know, yeah. I want it. I want to be a bully. Um, so that's one of the things I love about it. And then, you know, I mean, gosh, I feel like I could, I could go on all day, but I would say that that's like my first big thing that I really like about the movie. Yeah. I just, Oh man, there's, there's so many things. I mean, one thing I love is how apparently like the audience may hate it, but apparently critics love this They movie. did. Yeah. They did. I mean, like, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 91% on the tomato meter, which is yeah. the critic score. First, like, a 50. 40, and then you get a 42% from, like, the audience score, which I think is nuts. That's ridiculous. And But the thing is, this movie made so much money. Actually, I think it made the most out of all the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. And... But yet people say, oh, it's the worst. It's terrible. And I'm just like, I mean, when we first met, I, I, I probably, I, I think we talked about it. I told you I didn't like it, but that was because my, my mind was kind of twisted because I was bullied into thinking that the movie was bad because I watched in the theater. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then so many people told me that they hated it and that was bad. And then when I watched it the second time, 
I just saw all the bad things that everyone else saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, th- but the thing is, I mean, one thing that I love about the movie and also, so I've gotten into playing D and D this year. Nice. And I think a lot of this elements of this movie, it's like playing a game of D and D. Absolutely. Because like, there are some like elements of the movie. It's like, Oh, there it's really high. Someone rolled a nat 20. Yeah. Or there's elements that where everything goes completely wrong. Where like they go to the casino and then like the DM is like roll D20 and <laughs> they roll in that one and they're like, "Oh, you get arrested. You don't meet the code breaker." And then <laughs> it's like, "Okay, you're in jail. Roll in that 20 again." Or roll a D20 again. Oh, you get in that 20. You meet a different code breaker yep. <laughs> in prison. And it's there's so many much of that through this movie, yeah, which makes me even like it more as someone who's starting to like love D and D. But also, it's just Brian Johnson. I mean, I didn't really know of his work before this film. Um, I, but the thing is, once I saw this film again. Like uh, like a third time, I was like, okay, I want to see more of his movies. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Looper. Fantastic movie. I, lo- I love that movie. Fantastic Freaking movie. Aw- I mean, and the thing is, because of that, I think he might be one of my favorite directors because he doesn't he doesn't do a clear coat. He doesn't do a clear coat story. Mm-hmm. He adds many elements, and I mean, there's so many things. Like the visuals were stunning, beautiful, stunning. I mean, some of the best visuals I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, yeah, his, his writing too. Brilliant. I mean, people say like, "Oh, the plot and stuff was bad in this movie." I'm just like, I mean, I feel <laughs> like I'm doing blasphemy right here. I think his writing for this movie might have rivaled or was on par with George Lucas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, I mean, cause it's like, I love, I love George. He gave us a wonderful universe. Some of his dialogue is a little silly though. (laughs) Yeah. And and also he's not, he's not an actor's director. No, no. I mean, there, I mean, we're, we're getting to the age where all like, um, the uh the prequel fans are getting a voice yeah and the pre the uh the prequels are becoming very popular now yeah i feel like after this new trilogy didn't take off everybody was running back to the prequels and i was like literally like 10 not even 10 years ago y'all were trash in these movies yeah i remember like they didn't do well at all yeah yeah i mean revenge of the sith did decent mm-hmm. but but yeah the thing is a lot of people tell me oh that's my favorite star wars movie and i'm just like really no that's I mean, not I'm why like, i go to star wars i'm like i, I mean, mean it's the I same reason and film but i'm just like 
I mean, we could get into this, but it's the same reason I don't really like Rogue One that much. Because like Star Wars for me is about like is about hope, is about we band yeah. together and we're able to beat our enemies, and we have really good characters. Rogue Rogue One was like it felt to me like they were on like a video yeah. game mission, and yeah. and I couldn't really connect with any of the characters. And then it just ends like they all die, like so that they. I was like, that's not. I don't. But you have to admit yeah. that was sad. Like yeah. It, but each one of them, died. I remember as soon as the first one dies, just like falling. Yeah. And then when the last two go, which quick tangent, why create a series about a character we know who dies? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I saw. I've seen Rogue One one time in the theater, and I took a fat nap in the middle of that movie. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like. It was an okay movie, but we don't need to know the backstory of one of the characters yeah. who's not important to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and I mean, he was the best character, but and I love I mean, the visual was. aesthetic of that show, but it's not like it's not what I want for my Star Wars. Yeah. And like, honestly, Last Jedi, after like the reaction. I just don't really like talking about Star Wars with people anymore because, yeah. like, it's always about, I don't like this and I don't like that and I don't like nothing at all. And I'm like, okay, th- thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for singing. But um, one of the other things I like about the movie is it it has – I love a movie where you can boil down – yeah. Like the theme in one word. Like that's why I like the Dark Knight trilogy yeah. so much. The first movie is about fear, the second movie is about limitations, yeah. and the last movie is about hope. I love that this movie it's about failure. Like when Yoda mm. says the greatest teacher failure is, yeah. every character in this movie fails their mission. That was the best scene of the entire movie. Yes. Was yeah. when Yoda came back. And no one <laughs> talks about it. Yeah, no. No one talks about that yeah. scene. And I mean, I'm, I, and as Christians, Noah, like there was something real about when when um <laughs> Luke is like, "Those are the sacred Jedi texts." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. read them, have you? Page turners, they were not." And cuz I feel like we can get so like, you know, dogmatic and legalistic yeah. about so many things, but if it's not being applied to our lives and they're just things that yeah. we're reading and things that are, you know, not being applied to how we live then like what's even the point yeah no it's just uh, that that's the i literally love that like because people i remember people complaining about the movie i'm just like are you what about yoda yeah yoda was like the best he's like well that was okay i'm just like frank Uh, oz comes back (laughs) that was awesome that was not okay that was fantastic it was it and literally, it was just the be- best dialogue. The be- It's l- literally, and it was just, he like sat Luke down. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, honestly, I think that, w- I mean, I think that was the best Yoda, in my opinion. Especially could, when. It's up there. I mean, he was like, especially, what, the one line that he said that I will stick with me, which I'm going to misquote it it's like he was basically telling luke it's like you always like look look into the sunset mm-hmm. but never right here what's happening now yeah. and i'm just like 
That is so good. You're like challenging the dude for something he's done his entire life. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, people can't see, people don't want to see a character that they loved at one point have so many flaws. But yet, what people don't realize is that he's held accountable for those flaws. Yeah. And then he comes back for... Yeah. Well, no, I think you said it. I think for a lot of people, once he threw the lightsaber over his shoulder, they were just like, well, I'm done. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, well, I'm done with this movie. I'm going to check out now. And it's yeah. like, you have to... If you had gotten what you wanted from this movie, we yeah. wouldn't still be talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess another thing I love... Okay, people... I mean, some people talk about it. Adam Driver. Fantastic. 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 I mean, like... I th- I think... I mean, I thought Kylo Ren was just like a bad, weird character in the first movie. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a... Ben- like, I can always considered him, like, the big bad. But so much depth, I feel like, is added to him in this film. Yes. Because you see all the, I mean, conflict within him, like, even more so than the first movie. Like, he just killed his dad. He was yeah. beat by someone who wasn't as trained well in the force as he was. Mm-hmm. And also, like, he can't pull the trigger when he has his mom in the crosshairs. Exactly. And I, I, and yet, yeah. like... <laughs> and he has say, one oh, of my favorite line deliveries in all of Star Wars with the blow that piece of junk, of junk out of the sky. Of the sky. <laughs> no, I mean my favorite piece of li- I mean my favorite line that he says in that movie is let the past die. Yeah. Kill yeah. it if you have to. Yes. And that's such a good it's such a good line and he delivers it so well. Yes, but and again, that's one where it's like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, because like Luke also says basically the same thing, but it's like let's kill all of our traditions and move on. Whereas yeah. it's like the stuff that's happened, let it go. Like let's yeah. move on. And yeah. you know, I feel, I feel. Oh boy, do I even want to say this? Where I'm. Where are like America was in 2017 and where we still are not to get too political, yeah. but like, yeah. I think we can all agree it, it's, it's a little messy, you, you know? Yeah. And I think it's this yeah. idea of like, people are so ready to hold on to their traditions and they're so yeah. ready to hold on to like, well, we've always done this and we've always done this. And there's a sense of like, some things like need to die so that like, you know, life is born out of death. Like we have to, there's some parts of our histories that like we have to let go. Like we need to leave behind like the evil and the bad and the things that didn't work and step into something new together. And like, instead of like fighting with each other and arguing with each other, like let's all get on the same page about what we love. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, I mean, uh, I mean, I also, I mean, we already talked about this, but Adam Driver once, oh my goodness, I love, like, when Ray was like, come on, we need to help the Resistance, there's still time, and he's like, I already told you, like, let the past die. Yeah. He's like, we could take over right now. And I was just like, 
Mm-hmm. Also, when he like chokes Hux later, yeah, it's like the supreme leader is dead. Mm-hmm. And then Hux goes long live the supreme leader. Yeah, that was so good. I was so excited to see. Like I was, oh my gosh! And this was the expectation game once again. Yeah. But I was so excited because, like, okay, well, Star Wars Nine has to be like unlimited power leads yeah. to his demise. Like if like the biggest thing that's knocking down the first order is his bad leadership. I was like, yeah. gosh, that'd be so interesting to get into. And if you read Colin Trevorrow's script, that's kind of where they were going with it. Mm. But I mean, gosh, I really hate rise of Skywalker. Oh, me too. It- and, and that was one too. Like I saw so many people lie after that movie came out. Like people who were, like I hated the Last Jedi. Like I, I loved this movie. I'm like, no, no, you didn't. No, yeah, that's why you loved when Huck said, "I am the spy." You, this is what you wanted. No, and people are like, "Oh, um, Last Jedi ruined Star Wars for me." I'm like, excuse me. I'm just like, have you seen the movie after this? Yeah, it expanded the world, and I think my biggest problem with the Disney shows the disney plus shows they all play it super safe like they like i thought the first two seasons of mandalorian were were pretty cool Uh, i haven't watched the third season but it's a thing where it doesn't do anything new it like there is no force projection there's no i'll be i'll be honest with you it's they do play it safe especially because like right off the bat in the first episode of Mandalorian season three. I mean, Baby Yoda's back. <laughs> Baby Yoda's back, and they well, they basically they ruined the book of Boba Fett just so they could do what they want with the Mandalorian, and it was just like I, I thought couldn't. the third season was cool. Honestly, I didn't need to have Grogu there. Mm-hmm. It would have been perfectly fine if he was not there. I couldn't with Book of Boba Fett. Like I got like four episodes in, and then people were like, no. "Well, now it turns into the Mandalorian." And I was like, "It's not. It's not. It's if you watch it for the episodes, the Mandalorian episodes, those were those were good. But it was just like it took away from. It was mm-hmm. just yeah. No, I mean, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else I liked? really liked from the last jedi okay i mean i, I can give this something i didn't like if if but if we're ready i but. mean <laughs> i mean i know so you're gonna disagree with um me with this one but uh i actually uh benicio del toro i loved his character i thought I it know- was a it, the casting was a little distracting for me so it probably helped that I didn't know who he was beforehand. Sure. And I loved all of his lines. Oh, me too. I like the character. I, I thought the yeah, casting I was loved, he distracting. He was such like a cool character. Like, oh, you need you need a hacker, you need a codebreaker. I'm in. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you can't do this." Literally snaps his finger, the cell's unlocked. And hijacks a ship saves them and also it's just like i'm i mean i listened to the episode that you mitch and brandon did a couple Mm -hmm. years ago and i know mitch had issues 
that felt like the character got very repetitive. Don't you understand? Don't join. <laughs> there's like there's there's no good or bad. But I liked it how the character he said it in a different way each time though. Right. And Especially, he's a character who Finn could become. Yeah. Like that's his yeah. other option. And I love well, I think this is what what leads him to go full in for the resistance mm-hmm. in the end was because this is what I wanted to do in the first place, but I'm going to let innocence suffer. I'm going to let yeah. the people I ultimately care about suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, now I've seen the children yeah. who are in working slave labor yeah. for the one percent, and I can't betray them. Yeah, it's like see people calm down about yeah. the casino planet. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt's in that scene. Calm down. He's the voice of the guy. He's like, oh, they're parting their speeder over there. Really? Yeah. I did. I He's in every Ryan Johnson film. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. I don't know. In Glass Onion, he's the bong voice. I love what I love that line, um what, they kill you today, you blow yeah. them up tomorrow. Yeah, and then he's like, You're wrong, and he's like, Maybe. Maybe. And I would have loved to see that character randomly pop up in the next mm-hmm. film. Cause what if he what if he it would be cool to see either I mean, that character, like, die, or that character be forced to make a decision. Exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah. But then again, once again, missed opportunity. Yeah, once once again, they let the audience beat them into submission, and because they tried to please everyone, they pleased nobody. Yeah. I guess... Uh, one all right. One more thing I like before we go into things that we might have not been thrilled with. Yeah, I I don't mind Ray as a character, and I didn't mind her storyline in this film. People no. were upset. It's like we don't know who she is, and I'm just like, she's nobody. Yeah, it's like, what's wrong with that? It's just mm-hmm. like everyone in their life at some point struggles with identity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes knowing doesn't make things better. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to say, it doesn't matter who I was or who people say I am, but who I know I am that matters. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she gets there at the end of that movie. Yeah. And it's so it's so great. All the scenes of her trying to figure out who she is in this film wonderful especially when she's in the cave mm-hmm. yeah that, the visual effects amazing mm-hmm. but then once again thrown away in the next movie yeah yeah which which the ending felt very like you can only be good if you're like i'm a member of this political party or or like yeah. you know what i mean i'm my last name is skywalker it's like yeah, yeah no i mean so because that reveal that, about Ray being yeah. nobody was very much like, and that's like the thing is the force is for 
everybody. Yeah. And you could have the strongest force user. And it's like, yeah. instead of trying to like keep looking to the same yeah. six people to fix all your problems, maybe that again, maybe there's somebody who, who has that thing, you know, or someone who can really impact your life yeah. in, a, in a positive way. Yeah. So, Zach, what are some things that you you may be not have been thrilled about in this film? I go, I mean, this is going to sound so silly. I go back and forth on the Leia flying through space because in the theater when she got when it, she got blown up and she was floating in yeah. space, similar in my heart, I was like, I'm. I can accept this. And then yeah. it wasn't like, how was she doing that? But it was just a little bit like, oh, huh. And it was nice for her to get that moment with Luke at the end. Yeah. But it didn't really do much more for me. So it was it was one where I was like, I don't, I didn't need, I felt like you had a tragic ending for a beloved character. Yeah. But at the same time, you know. I kind of agree with you because it's just like I, I never know how to feel about that scene. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, I mean, you're, you kind of get excited when she wakes up, but yeah, it's just like, I'm not saying the scene was sloppy when she's like floating through space, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I, I don't know. There's something I about mean, the, the there's something about it that just is like something about it doesn't again, sit right. Maybe she shouldn't have woken up from a coma. Yeah. Well, and I mean, granted, the, that, the unfortunate tragedy of yeah. Carrie Fisher passing. We don't know what the next movie would, yeah. be, you know. So yeah. I mean, then again, when she's in a coma, that's like a good scene when she like reaches out to Luke when she's in a coma. Oh, I love that. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I that scene was. Uh, I mean, yeah. one thing, one yeah. thing that bothers me. So I didn't see ha- Solo, a Star Wars story, before the this film came out, and then I saw this like maybe a year or two ago, and then I was like, oh, so that's what those dice are from. Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, that was sloppy. I'm just, I was just like, because literally, and well, Jedi, that you see, came out first, though. I well, I I know it came out first. Well, also that was weird because that was like the first Star Wars movie not to come out during December. It came out during the su- summer. It came out on my and birthday, I, and I and. Usually the tradition was my my parents would um get me the movie ticket yep. on Christmas and then we would go see it and mm-hmm. that didn't fall in the tradition and then yeah I saw it years later and then I was like oh okay I guess the dice make sense but yet I was just like why have that interaction for something that's not even in the original I mean yeah, there could be some weird Star Wars fan out there. It's like, well, if you look in this scene back in the original production, you'll see it in the background. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, totally, but, yeah, totally unrelated though. Seem, they make it seem like it's such a big thing, especially when Luke hands the dice to Leia. Yeah, 
I mean, I would have been more touched if he like picked up one of Hans's old vests or his <laughs> blaster or so- yeah. something Anything. that we know Han Solo for. Uh-huh. Or like it said one of Han's lines or something like Or maybe I know a better, a better scene than the what was done in Rise of Skywalker. Maybe the metal that would have fit better in yeah. that scene. Yo. Than- you, you know what's cool is the first time Luke sees Leia, she's a projection. And the last time Leia sees Luke, he's a projection. Wow. That's that's it's almost like hard. Ryan Johnson knows what he's doing, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's cool. One uh, of the th- oh, one of my favorite lines in the movie though is the uh, when R two pulls up the the old video yeah. and Luke says yeah. that was a cheap shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I mean, this movie not- is awesome. I my yeah. biggest thing is I wish that the Cantobite planet looked a little cooler. But yeah. it it's not one that I'm gonna like bang my head against the wall. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've turned, there's not a lot that I don't like about this movie. I mean, yeah, the the casino scene can drag it sometimes because mm-hmm. it hurts the pacing all, a little bit. Hurts the pacing. Also, the fleet wandering, like being in space. Yeah. For such a long time, that does hurt the pacing a little bit. A little bit, yeah. The um, pacing does lull in a few places. I'm conflicted with how I feel about Admiral Haldo, who's played by what, Laura Dern? Yes. That it, casting is a little distracting, too, I'll say. Okay, I will admit. Well, the thing is, I can't remember if I knew who Laura Dern was or not. But I know she looked familiar. And I, I was distracted because mm-hmm. I was like... Well, what my biggest thing was just like, who is this woman? Yeah. Why is she in charge? Why mm. do I care? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just, well, the thing is, it's just like, why is she being mean to Poe? Mm-hmm. I mean, Poe is kind of being a jerk, but I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I think also- that's the thing where he's someone who's never really met someone telling him no before. And yeah. like, she knows that. He is not what they need. Like she says, like, yeah. you're the last thing that we need right now. And she's right. And he doesn't. And the thing is, like, he yeah. doesn't have to. She doesn't have to tell him her plan. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. I get so confused in that scene because I almost feel like at some point in the beginning of that phrase, She's almost flirting with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you get, do you feel that? It feels like she's buttering his bread a little bit about, like, I know who you are. And then it's kind of yeah. like a, and that's the problem with you. And, and, and also, she's like, at the end, and I, I like him. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just like, then why did you, I mean, why did you show the man a little bit more respect? Well, here's something I mean, I'll, I I'll say. As I, a guy who is now like a youth minister, yeah, there's a lot of kids who have a lot of attitude. They oh, have, and we oh. say, a lot of kids who have a lot of sass, a lot of attitude, yes. Yes. and they drive me up a wall sometimes. But I'm also Amen. like, you will do great Amen. things. You yes. will do, and I think that it's kind of like that with 
Poe, you drive me insane. But if you could yeah. chill, you would do great things. Yeah. Yeah. Like deliver the line somehow Palpatine returned. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I okay, I was like, so excited when I saw that trailer. But when <laughs> yeah. I watched the movie, I was genuinely disappointed. From I, from the moment I read the dead speak on screen, I was like, uh-oh. It was just like... I guess another thing I may have not liked about the last day is I kind of wish if you are going to have the Knights of Ren in the next movie... Yeah. I, I would have liked to see him them in this... At least movie. tell me what that is. <laughs> yeah. It was just... I don't know. I get... Okay. Um, Before we go to the next thing, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you what you would have liked to see instead of uh, Rise of Skywalker. But one thing I would say that I loved about The, um, the Last Jedi... So, okay... I already said I like the Ray character. I mean, all right. People keep saying Ray is a Mary Sue, sure, which buys it bothers the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And one thing is, it's just so. This is just theories, and this might be what the writers were intending right off the bat. I could be wrong. So Ray's potential is unlocked in Force Awakens when she is with Kylo Ren. Boom. She well for okay, first the lightsaber like cracks the door open. Mhm. And then Kylo Ren goes wandering around in her mind. Yeah. She he opens the door and in return he opens the door for Rey. To open her to p- powers she didn't know she had access to. Um, knowledge. Yeah. I, Sorry, it, I just thought about what I want my ninth movie to be. <laughs> it, it, like, it transcribes over to her. And people are so upset. It's like, oh, she had no training. Literally, she stole, copied that training from Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And then... You see that connection. I mean, Snoke lies that he connected them. Yeah. That connection's forged there. Right. And then it grows through this movie. Also, also, that first fight is primarily Kylo Ren talking trash and toying with her and her swinging that thing around like a baseball bat. Like, yeah. Also, he is wounded. Yeah. Severely. Yeah. Mentally, too. Yeah. And also, I think we did when they're when they're talking to each other, yeah, like through like through universes, galaxies apart. Uh-huh. So cool! That's freaking awesome. I love that. I love that. And it's just—are oh, are we doing our alternative pitch yeah, for the okay. ninth movie? All right. If you could have written the ninth movie. What would you have done? So this is going to 
get into Inception territory a little bit. Okay. But you've seen Inception, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the coolest things about that movie to me is that Maul is if Leo lets her in, she takes over everything. So, you know, Ray is this character who's kind of been like the answer for everybody in a lot of ways. She's been like the missing link in a lot of ways. And like the whole like kind of thing of Last Jedi is she's going to come in and fix everything. What if now, instead of her coming back to the Resistance and being a big hero, she is a liability? Because now Kylo Ren can see into her mind and see what the plans are, you know, like, and also he's like wiling out because he's, you know, not equipped to be a leader. So while he's driving them into the ground, there's also the thing he can see what's going on inside of her mind. So I would have liked to have seen where she has to actually like now with her group, not be the hero and they all have to work together because it's not going to be this big like throw down with the two of them at the end yeah. because they're in each other's heads. It has to be, she has to learn. Like we talk about um, when, when Yoda in, in the fifth one, he says, you know, judge me by my size. Do you? And he talks yeah. about that. Like you're the force wisdom is more powerful than the lightsaber. And then they ruin it in attack of the clones. When they yeah. say it's, it's clear this battle cannot be, but by, by our knowledge of the force, but by our skills of the lightsaber, I was like, boo, this was a chance yeah. to be like, no, like Ray can't just go in and swing her lightsaber and, yeah. and kill Kylo Ren. She has to really now figure it out for herself. So that's what I would have liked yeah. to have seen. The focus of the movie had been. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. So for me, so I feel like Star Wars has been, with some of the properties they've done, has been playing with the idea of balance of the Force. Yes, yes. Especially if you've seen um, the latest season of Star Wars uh, Visions of some of the best animation, like, I've ever seen. It's different stories it's 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 wonderful if you haven't seen it um i would love to see a focus of trying to find the true balance of the force because the mm-hmm. thing is if you think about to all the other movies you destroy one side it's gonna come back tenfold yeah and it hap- it happens to the Sith. It happens to the Jedi, back and forth. And I w- would love to see a movie where um Kylo Ren's trying to get Ray. Ray's trying to get Kylo Ren. Um, and like Kylo Ren either wants Ray to join him or destroy her. Ray wants to even. Either, like, I want you to join me, or I have to put you down. But, like, I would love Ray to come to realization. It's just, like, nothing good's going to come of killing you. Right. It's, 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 it's just, like, people might not like that ending, how that ends. But also, I can imagine, like, Kylo Ren, like, badly wounded by Rey, and be like, I won't stop coming. Till, mm-hmm. it's, 
till it's all gone, till your resistance, till everything you care about is destroyed. And she, and her saying like, "I know, but I'll always be there to stop you." Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like, or like both of them, like finding peace. Yeah, combining mm-hmm. both light and dark side. Because if you also look. In past movies, going one side or the other. Yeah, there's problems. There's problems on both sides. Because, like, the more I read into it, like, in the Clone Wars and stuff like that, the Jedi are extremely flawed. They're the worst! I mean, it's like you want them to be the heroes, but it's just like... You're on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. you're kind of the villain of your own story. Mm-hmm. And then it's what? also, it's like, if you like read about Count Dooku and like why he who was truly dead, seduced by the dark side, he was truly seduced because he had such pure motives. Yep. And he became such a cruel and wicked man. And everything mm-hmm. he cared about got twisted. Mm hmm. Woof. It's just, I yeah, I would just loved, and like, I would love to see a movie where you just a true battle between the light and the dark side. Yeah, to the <sighs> battle to end it. Or what if? So, if you want, I thought the idea of a dyad of the force. Wasn't a bad idea. No. That would have been good if they didn't add so much other stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, maybe keep that idea and either for both of them, for the, all right, for the force to be in balance, for either both of them to be at peace mm-hmm. or both of them to be destroyed. Think about that. That would be a sad ending, but I could just. Yeah, it'd be something. It'd be something yeah, it'd be, rather than it'd, nothing. It'd be something. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, if I'm if I'm gonna count my change, <laughs> um, <laughs> this this movie, I I love I I love this movie. It does have a few flaws, um. I I just don't. The thing is, I want to be go back to where I was, like literally in twenty seven. I mean, not like like mentally and like physically, but like how I felt about this movie. I wish I could go back and like like I I really want this to be my favorite Star Wars film again. And some elements it is, and mm-hmm. I I just love how unique it is. And maybe also like that it's not loved by everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the writing, the directing, the acting, the visuals, the dialogue. It's it's so it's so great. Mm-hmm. But also what doesn't help is that the sequel is so bad. So bad. It's so I guess if I'm going to count my change for this movie, I think I think I would give it like a 90 95 cent movie. Like it's a, it's a, 
I think it's a really good movie. But it's just like I can't say it's perfect. No, no. Knowing knowing what follows it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's also it's just like it's it's there was no organization. Yeah. Was, okay, another reason. <laughs> All right. People who say they hate this movie, give Ryan Johnson a freaking break. He wrote this film. Yep. While J.J. Abrams was making the other one. Yeah. And he he just had to go with the flow. Uh-huh. And I thought he did so great. Yeah, he yes-anded off was... that first one so well. And then J.J. Abrams went from making a good movie to falling on his face. Uh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. What's JJ done since then? I I don't what has JJ done since I'm I'm good. Because if you think about that first one, like I think my sister said after the first movie when we saw it written and directed by JJ Abrams, she was like, Man, you know he loved putting his name on that. And I did not feel the same way about Yeah. <laughs> I did not feel no, the same way about this. No. Oh wait, that's weird. Um I'm just looking Yeah, I'm looking I'm oh, trying that's to see if weird. he has anything. They didn't even list I mean on IMDB it doesn't even list him as director. It li- lists him as the producer. Wow. That's weird. Yikes. Actually, a lot of films. And there was like zero press for Star Wars, the last one. Yeah, no, I remember seeing the first trailer and then it was just, it was just kind of. It was quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it was quiet and it was just, and the thing is, I think I saw this movie in the theaters twice because it, they revived it. And for a second, I thought, oh. This movie is doing good. But both times in the theater, I just remember like pointing out so many things. I was just like, okay, there's this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And mm-hmm. there was also I'm not there's a certain political I feel like political or statement that's kind of made towards the end. That I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I get that this is being a part of movie culture now. Right. And if you. Okay, I'm just. All right. I'm just. At this point, I'm just going to say it because um, other people. There's two women kiss at the end of this end of this film. I, I don't really agree with that. But what my biggest issue with that is I f- they make it such a scene towards the end of the film. It's two characters. You have no idea who they are. Here's, you here, don't care. Here's my issue. If you want to make a movie about empowering women. Yeah. Why did you write Rose out like cowards? Yes. Like that's Why? that's my thing. You want to you want to make a movie about about like you know you want to make statements about like yeah oh like yeah. we we stand behind women and we support them. Then why did you yeah. put her in the sidelines and r- try yeah. to write her out of the movie? 
Well, like, why did you bring in Marriott yeah. Brandybuck to be saying things she could be saying? Yeah. Like, get over yourselves. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, it feels like they're trying to appease everybody and make everybody happy yeah. while being cowards because some people were mean about the last movie. It's like, get over yeah. yourselves. I mean, and the thing... Well, and also, it's just like... So in Andor, there are two, there are two female characters who are attracted to each other. I have no issue with with that. I mean, I don't agree with it, but it's like they don't like shove it down your throat and they're like very subtle about that relationship and don't go to the extreme. While Last Jedi is like or not Last Jedi, pardon, pardon <laughs> my mistake. While Rise of Skywalker goes full throttle. It's like, yeah, they're trying to All right, what can we what can we like fix? That everyone's upset about. Oh, let's bring back a. Uh, uh, let's bring back the best villain. Uh, s- somehow Emperor Palpatine returns. Um, let's give Ray heritage. Oh, let's make her Palpatine's granddaughter. Uh, let's give Poe a remember- random girlfriend because he was a little too chummy with Finn in that first movie, and people were shipping them. <laughs> no, okay. Actually, another thing. All right. Another thing I didn't like about The Last Jedi, um, I was so tired of people, after this movie, people kept going, Ray low, Ray low, Ray low. Absolutely not. I was not. just like, no. No. Did you watch the film? No. That's no, an abusive relationship gonna... waiting to happen. It's Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, maybe... I want to see the love triang- triangle get resolved between. I want to see who does Finn choose, Rose or Ray <laughs> or Poe. <laughs> but uh, especially, okay, Rise of Sky. I mean, wow, this is turning into a Rise of Skywalker. It's like what that lo- like that. You know, you two don't love each other. Yeah. I don't want to see you two kiss. And mm-hmm. Also, it's like, oh, we're going to give the people what we want. And then Kylo Red. Yeah. I was like, why? One what? kiss. And then, all right, goodbye, everyone. Oh, boy. Woof. Bow, wow, okay. wow. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Okay. All right, Zach. If you were to count your change about The Last Jedi. Um, yeah, you know, um, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good at I would say a 92 because the pacing okay. definitely yeah. it, it it struggles in a few places. There's it a few is moments, a two hour and thirty five minute movie. It, it is long. Uh, there are and not I'm not going to say every single second of the movie works for me. Yeah. But the stuff that works for me yeah. really does. And I mean, it's, like, it's my third pace- favorite Star Wars yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, the pacing does drag. But, like, once you get to those, like, intense yeah. scenes, it picks up right again. Yeah, exactly. And, and just- I mean, yeah, I, I really... I really like. Yeah. I really enjoy the movie, and I've watched it multiple times. Even though I know like the sequels aren't as good and things like that, um, but this was uh, this was the last time that like a Star Wars movie gave me the warm fuzzies. So I'll, I'll bump it up an extra point for that. I'll, I'll say ninety.
right. that guitar. <laughs> All right. So, Zach. Yes. You, I know we are both movie fans. So, I am going to ask you, since you are short on time, I'm going to ask you five movie movie trivia questions. Oh, no. Okay. And I am going to put stakes on this movie. <laughs> if you get five questions right, yeah. I will buy one piece of media of your choosing for you to eat. So for you either for both of us to review on this podcast or for you to review on your podcast. Okay. All right. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, let's see. Let me pull this up. Um, where are you? Don't. Um, oh, you love it when you lose computer tabs. Um, okay. Um, let's see, let me, I want to give you both. All right. First question. Um, if it helps, all these are going to be probably franchise movie questions. Okay. Um, cause I'm pull. I'm, Using used questions from Movie Trivia League. Great. All right. Oh, great, great. So, so the first the first question should be f- oh maybe a little easy. It's in the category of horror. Ooh. In 2019's Child's Play, who plays the voice of Chucky? Twenty nineteens. Yeah. Oh gosh. I have absolutely no idea. I do not know. Mm, I'm trying to think. Um, I've never seen it. I'm trying to give you I'm thinking about a hint. Yeah, I'm trying um, to remember if I saw a trailer even for that one. J- Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> All right. Um. All right. For a half a point. Okay. Okay. I'll. I. Right, for a half a point, I'll. I'll say, it's a notable voice actor. Oh man. Rob Paulson. <laughs> that is incorrect. Ah! Um, it is Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill. That's right. Not. Oh wow. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. This okay. is going to be a very humbling game for me. I, I, I'm guessing, but yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. F- all right. Second, uh, your second question is going to be a Star Wars question. Okay. How many Star Wars movies does the character Darth Maul appear in? Well, I know it's move. Uh, okay, so movies. I know it's Phantom Menace and Solo that he's in. I'm trying to think if there's like a shot of him in uh, the third or in the second, or if there's any. I think it, yeah, it's just two, right? Yep, that's right. Nice first point on the board. Woo! 
All right. Um, I was thinking about the TV next, show where he's like in season four. Yeah. So I was like, oh. So your next question is going to be in the category of quotes. Okay. So I'm going. So name the movie by the quote. Madness, as you know, is a lot like gravity. Like gravity. All it takes is a little push. <laughs> The Dark Knight. <laughs> that is correct. It uh, makes me happy you knew that quote. I thought that was an easy question <laughs> for my movie trivia league, and mm-hmm. no one got it. Oh, no. Mm. I just um, watched... I, every time I'm on a plane, I watch a Nolan movie. I don't know why. It's not on purpose either, but I watched that one recently on a flight, and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um see how many questions have i asked you i've asked you three three yeah i'm two for three question um uh, i'm afraid you never get seen this movie out all right i'll i'll no i'm not gonna um (laughs) okay all right this the fourth question is in the category of Medea. I've seen one of these, so okay. <laughs> okay, I no, no, never mind, never mind. I I want to give you a fair shot. Okay, what was the um, question though? Just for my, <laughs> uh, what was the comedian? What comedian is featured in a Medea Christmas? I, yep, nope. <laughs> Charlie Murphy? I don't know. No, it was Larry the Cable Guy. Of course it was. What a surprise! <laughs> Amen. Um, what is the name of Okay, this is MCU question. I'm sorry, I didn't put the What is the name of Loki's army in the Avengers? Oh, the the Jatari. The Jatari, that is correct. Okay. All right. Zach, this final question. Yes. This is for all the marbles. Oh. This is for the for the passing grade. Mhm. In Back to the Future, what song is playing when George and Lorraine kiss? Uh, Earth Angel. That is correct. Woo! You have won yourself. A purchase of your choosing. Ooh. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what am I gonna make you watch? That's cool. <laughs> uh, nothing nothing traumatically scarring. Oh shoot. <laughs> no, nah, hey. If it's if it's good traumatic scarring. I, I wanna take another uh, I'm gonna make you watch Hostel Part Two. I'm kidding. No, I would never make anyone watch that movie. <laughs> That's just what came to my mind. No, uh, yeah, I will, I will let you know. But I mean, okay. where the wild things are is rattling around in my brain. So, I can't remember if I've seen. I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, one of my faves. I saw it at the Regal in uh, downtown Lancaster. Ooh. Oh, I just watched for the first time. There, I watched um, 
Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the first time. Oh, that's so fun. It was it was enjoyable time. Yeah. We it, very weird movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Um some of the jokes were hit or miss. Honestly, yeah. my favorite part of the movie was probably the first 20 minutes. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite joke in the movie off mic. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> oh, well, folks, boy. that has been uh, two sides of the same coin. Um, Mr. Zachary, um, tell the tell the folks where they can find you. Uh, listen to uh, the podcast I co-host with uh, my wife and my dear friend, uh, Jimmy. Uh, that's Godfellas. We're on uh, all the Instagrams. Yeah. That's just Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, or whatever. And yep. listen to listen to my band, The Honey Initiative. We're on TikTok right now but uh we're yeah. working on recording our our first album so that's coming along slowly so but but I'm yes so it should excited. be here soon yes i've heard snippets it's gonna be great i'll send you all the demos if you want noah so <laughs> oh oh i will i will listen to them all perfect um yeah all the links will be in the description for that Oh, um, follow me on Letterbox. I'm doing really well yes. on Letterbox, and I'm very yes. happy about it. Uh, yeah, I'll, you're like famous on Letterbox. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I literally, I read one review. I was like, and someone said what Zach Smith said. What the review? <laughs> literally, someone oh, no. did that. Someone did that. I forget what review. If you like search your name, one of those reviews will come up. And some I forget what review, but someone's like literally what Zach Smith said. Amazing, good, um, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well, everyone, uh, my links and stuff will be in the description on Instagram. Two sides of the same coin pod with the number two. Um, if you have any suggestions for the, for or things to do for next year. Uh, two sides of the same coin pod at gmail.com. And also, I'm trying to do start another podcast. Um, I do remember, I do remember the name. Um, big questions, big questions, good book, good father. Yes, I believe. Um, yeah, that's the name of the podcast. Still, um, working at the kinks. Um, have. I think going to start uploading in March. I have a few sermons that I have recorded that I'm going to be the first episodes going up. Um, please send your questions to um, the email. It's going to be in the description. I don't think I've gotten any yet, <laughs> but there's still time. I'll send you some. Oh, thank you, Zach. Um, but until... Um, the new year. Um, have a have a uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. May the merry bells keep, keep ringing. ringing. Happy holidays Money. to.